I mean, it's one of those things where I never really know how to talk to anybody about it. Have you it. been to multiple ones? No, I've never been to any. Well, I take I that back. Been, I probably have. Yeah. I just blocked it out. Uh-huh. But um, I don't know how to discuss any of that stuff, though, with people. Like, and I know a lot of people have the children, but I don't really know how to how to converse about it. They're just other humans who just made other little humans. I know, but then the whole conversations will go on, and I'll just be like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't get it. Well, you don't have to know what the, you're talking about. You just have to, you know, nod and smile. I need you to explain this to yeah. me. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot to talk about today. But first off, I want to say thank you to everybody who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com and not only... Picks up your tickets for the listener party, which is one week from today. One week, seven days away. Oh, my. No, not one weekend, seven days. Like, one week is seven days. I'm very nervous and excited and so excited. One week from today is the Fun Employment Radio 10-year anniversary party at the Bossa Nova Ballroom. I cannot wait for it. It's going to be so much fun, but Um, also. And also, like, thank you so much again to everybody who's been sending us emails, letting us know you picked up your tickets and that you're going to be there. Yes. It is uh, every email or message that we get, I get more excited. Yes. Oh, see, I'm, <laughs> and I'm already seeing some comments coming through in the chat. We're gonna have to discuss. Uh, <laughs> I've already made a terrible mistake. Uh, so, so uh, yeah. So, thank you for picking up your tickets to everybody. We really do appreciate oh, that. Jacob in the chat just grabbed his ticket this morning. Nice. Awesome. awesome. Uh, but also, you can go to funemploymentradio.com, and we have a link there for Audible. And uh, I'm almost done with my book right now. Which is another Stephen King one on the Stephen King kick, mm-hmm. and it's Cell. It was called. It's called Cell. Oh, I'm actually on a waiting list for that one at, at my local library. Oh, really? Yeah. How was it? Is it good? It's good. Would I like it? Yes. You don't seem a hundred percent. It's very rare that I say anything about a Stephen King because I love Stephen King. I have since I was a kid. It's not his best book. I'll say that. Like in the really? pantheon of Stephen King books, it's it. I wouldn't rank it. So should Very I not high. listen to it? No, it's still a good book. It's still interesting. You're really it's just, not selling this. I know, to me. I know. Yeah. It's still good and it's still interesting. But I would say that it's you know if if I had to pick one that wouldn't go to the top of the list of my Stephen King books, this would be it. But so the a thing bad is, Stephen King all, book is better than most other things. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I mean. Okay. I'm just saying compared to other Stephen King books. Well, I also have been on a Stephen King kick. Well, because I of course I'm uh, on. I cannot believe how long I've been listening to Sue Grafton at this point. Uh huh. I'm on uh, Q is for Quarry. Finally, the voice actor, because I told you that they changed voice actors a few books back and it's kind of thrown me off and I wasn't right. as it. Now I'm like, I'm starting to build a rapport with her. I, I feel like I'm finally starting to get to like her a little bit. Like it took me a while to to embrace a new kin, voice of Kinsey Milhone, but I'm I'm feeling better about it. Okay, that's but good. Also, uh, I also just downloaded, because I'm almost done with this one, I'm going to start listening to Stephen King's Under the Dome. Which oh, yeah. I've heard really good things about, but it's also super long. Yeah, that's a that's a big book. Yeah, yeah, I've I've read that before. It's it's good. You know what it's about, right? Uh, from what I'm gathering, it's about um, the government or something puts a giant glass dome over, like to like sequester a town or an area. Well, you don't know who who's doing it. Oh, you don't know who does it. There's, there's a big dome that just like shows up over this city. Ew, creepy. Like cuts people in half. Like it just boom. There it is. 
and then they don't know how to get out or, and what the deal is and chaos ensues. And it, I mean, it's a long book for a reason. There's a lot involved in it. All right. They did a television series of it, too. All right, because I, yeah, I thought that name sounded familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, yep. Well, mm-hmm. that's the one I'm going to start. Yeah, I was. That's a that's a good one. It's a good one. I don't remember even how it ends. I mean, I read it so long ago. I don't even remember what all was causing it. But I know there's a lot of. It's not a, just a simple. Oh, the government put a dome over you. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot more than that. It's Stephen King. It's never simple. Exactly. Yeah. But all right, so you can go to funandpointradio.com. Click on the Audible link right there at the top of the page. Yeah. So now, tell us more about what you were talking about, Greg. Well, it's, it has to do with what you're talking about. It's true, actually. But uh, you just that you're were wording it so strangely that I I was really intrigued. Well, no, I think what it comes down to is I realized that I don't know how to talk to people about their children. Like when they're having conversations. <laughs> what do you need to talk to them about their children about? <laughs> well, because people will, I mean, you know, people have kids and this isn't anybody else doing anything wrong. It's me being awkward and not knowing how to, uh, how to, you know, converse about it. But when people always want to bring up their kids or they're talking about something about, you know, so-and-so's doing this and, and I don't know. I say. guess I hang out with more children than you do. Yeah, probably. And I have friends with kids and their kids are great. They're great kids. All of my friends' kids are amazing kids. We do. I, I do know a lot. Oh, of, every one of them. Every single one. Never not a, has not any a of them, dud in the bunch. <laughs> not a dud. Never has any one of those kids of my friends that I know ever been a brat in any way, shape, or form. But all right, no. Um, this is, I'm just digging holes left you and right. Are, I'm not going to have any friends so by you the end of this just, show. You, don't, you went straight from the shovel just right to yep. the bulldozer. Yep, yeah, I know, I know. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, it's it's my fault. I don't know how to engage in the conversation. That's why I wanted to talk to you about well, what I you're doing Well, I do feel kind weekend. of awkward, too, yes, because I am indeed going to a baby shower. <laughs> and it's been a while since I've been to one. It's been... Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's been some time, and um, so I'm going this Sunday. But I do – it is a strange kind of – it's always different. Yeah. Everyone. Because sometimes if you have – sometimes it's like, you know, all genders are invited, and there's like beer drinking and, you know, and hanging out and just kind of, you know, like schmoozing, shooting the shit. And then sometimes it's like put on by the relatives, and it's all like baby games. Baby games, yeah, like the diaper games. Yeah, or like if you have to bring like uh, I've done a lot of them where you bring a picture of yourself as a baby and then like you put them up on the board and people have to guess like who's what which baby which baby is who mm-hmm. okay all right have you done that before I've done that one before you brought a picture of yourself yeah but I look a lot like I mean I have the same face it's clear it's you it's uh, I think I look pretty much like me okay yeah blonde hair dark eyebrows. Okay. Yeah, pretty much the same. Yeah, it's pretty clear. Yeah. All right. Well, so for this one, what? And then what the one that my, the game that my sister would not let me have at her baby shower, which I was always really bummed about, was the melted candy bar one in the diaper. So that's the one that oh, I've oh always seen. Oh my gosh! Seen. I just looked. David just wrote melted candy bar in a diaper game. The worst. I always have wanted to play that, but it's so tacky that nobody ever wants to play it for some reason. Yeah. Well, it's gross. That's why. Yeah, it's not gross. It's just a candy bar on a piece of cloth that hasn't been soiled. But it's implied that you're smelling <laughs> shit. I mean, that's what the that's what the implication is. I mean, I just don't. I can understand why it's why it's a little bit gross. Yeah, says Sarah Babyface Dylan. It's true. <laughs> it's all right. Well, so you're going to be going to one though. Yes, this weekend. So which it is, is great. Yes, it is funny though because like as everybody's I'm getting, child is an angel, by the way. Yes, Greg, you're not at all covering my tracks creepy. here. Yeah. Um, but it does get weirder, I will say, like, as I get older and, you know, childless. I'm, yes. You know, I'm barren inside. And they do start – it does start to feel, like, a little weirder because it feels a little judgy. Like, oh, so how many kids – like, people stop assuming that you don't have children. Yeah. And they'll sometimes ask me, like, so how many kids do you have? I'll be like, uh, none. 
Right. I don't I don't have the babies. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's always an interesting juxtaposition. Uh-huh. Do they people. judge you? I mean, I don't know how this works. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, probably. Yeah. But I mean, so what are you going to do at this thing? Do you know what kind this is? I don't know what kind this is. Okay. No, so this is a, a dear friend's uh, wife. Right. Yes. And so I know her. I've, I've known her for a long time. We don't, like, spend a lot of time together, but she's super great. Um, so I don't know. I don't – like, that's always kind of – baby showers are one of those things that every time it's different and you have no idea what you're walking into. Okay. Like, no idea. It could be completely, like, sometimes there isn't, like, any alcohol involved or sometimes, you know, it's just all, like – finger foods and then you have to sit around a table and like talk about your feelings it's all different kinds of stuff so i don't know what kind this is so which what? always makes me nervous yeah because i don't i don't like walking into things that i don't know what i'm doing right um i'm taking a look here david said how many kids do you have like you're collecting pokemon um <laughs> yeah that is true that does kind of seem that way sometimes oh yeah uh, so so well that's good so you're gonna go there I it mean, is weird too and also being by the way also being childless at a baby shower sometimes a lot of them will be like oh well that is the worst. Anybody out there who has chosen not to have children uh, who gets this, they'll be like, oh, well, you know, you just don't know love until you have a child. Or you That's just rude. haven't met the right person yet. And once you meet them, you'll definitely want to have a kid with them. See, that? that's kind of judgy stuff. Oh, it's so judgy. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, or, or oh, yeah, you're getting up there. I mean, it's not too late for you, but I mean, you still could, you know. I mean, you could have a geriatric pregnancy. Wow. People give, sometimes there are like no boundaries when there absolutely should be. Yeah. Yeah, particularly um, people feel like they can, as as a childless woman, sometimes people feel like they can uh, like say things to you that I don't think that they're, you know. Really? Yeah. I mean, this is definitely – I, I don't have to worry about any of this. Yeah. Like, this doesn't happen to me. Yeah. I um, mean, you could have little rugrats running around somewhere. You have no idea. Well, and, oh, God. They wouldn't That's be the little, difference between you and me. They wouldn't be rugrats anymore. <laughs> but uh, – <laughs> stop. But, um, yeah, see, that's something that I, I didn't understand that, yeah, that, that women, I guess, have to go mm. through that. And most women are delightful and wonderful and not p- human piles of garbage that ask stuff like that. But then, <laughs> but then there are the few who just kind of make you – like they take almost take pride in like lording over like their life choices, um, make them better than you. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah which yeah, is yeah. always strange. But that has nothing to do with baby shower. <clears throat> I mean I've gone to random baby showers with people that I don't know very well and those tend to be the places – where those things happen where it's like not a dear friend of mine. Right, it's just a or random just person. Like, yeah, some like rando who has, you know, like a baby on each hip and she's like, oh, you don't know love. I'm like, that smells. Can you go over there? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. But, yeah, but I mean, that's why I, I do like baby showers because you'd never know what you're going to get, but also you uh-huh. never know what you're going to get, which is why it's also a little daunting. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, I like I said, I haven't been to one in a long time. I guess I was I was referring more to when people... I guess along those lines, try to relate things about, you know, raising their kids. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I just don't understand it or I don't, you know, I don't know how to relate to it. Well, that's fair because you're an adult man with no children. Exactly. Well, that's exactly <laughs> it. Like, that's probably good that you can't relate to it. Right. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Then I feel okay about it. No. Hey, I love having a niece because she is adorable. She looks a lot like me. She's fun. Yeah. She loves Auntie Sarah. And then when she becomes a little turd, I just give her back to my sister. Right. <laughs> it is the best thing. But then when she sees me, I, I give her all kinds of presents and and spoil the heck out of her and give her lots of hugs. And then I'm like, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Go be a rat now. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
I will yeah. tell you though, um, I do have a vast knowledge of Frozen at this point. I think I have never seen Frozen. It is such a great movie. There's, I was having this conversation with somebody else just the other day. There's there's several animated films that I know are quite popular that I have not, I have not seen. Frozen being one of those. Well, I mean, again, I don't see why. I mean, it's a great it's a great story. It's about you know two sisters. Um, what is it about? So Elsa uh, is the main one. She's the, the let it go. Sarah explains Frozen to Greg. <laughs> Sarah explains Frozen. I don't get it. So they're two princesses, and they both live in this castle. And Elsa, when she's young, discovers that she can make, like, snow and ice with her hands. So she's, like, making all these things in the ballroom so her sister Anna can, like, jump around in the snow. Anyway, she's using her her Frozen powers, accidentally hits Anna, Um in the head freezes her so they have to take her to this valley where the trolls are and then the trolls like remove the freezing so that um, so that way she can live because you know could have killed Anna uh-huh. it also removes all the memories of Elsa's power so then Elsa feels shitty because she almost killed her sister so then she's isolated and alone because she doesn't know how to use her powers um, then the, that's already depressing then the parents go off um, you know they try to help her you know, conceal her powers and not her people. Then they go off on a um, on a trip on a ship, die. So then it's just the two. You're just girls. spoiling the whole thing. This isn't spoiling. Okay. I mean, this is that's just the beginning. It's a Disney movie. Yeah. The parents are always dead. Oh, that's true. That's all. Yes. Yeah. And then you know they're together, and then basically it comes a, like inauguration day, and Elsa's going to be the queen of the kingdom. Things go awry, and basically it's about the love be- of uh, between two sisters and. Um. Kindness and singing and dancing. All right. So great. See, because I, I haven't seen that one. I also haven't seen um, <laughs> Finding Nemo. Is that, a, is that a weird one for me to have not seen? I don't think so. I don't it's think not? I've seen it. Okay, because somebody was giving me a whole lot of crap about it that I should have seen it. You haven't seen it? I mean, I think I might have a long time ago. Yeah. I've only seen Frozen because I have a three-and-a-half-year-old niece, Right, too. that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh, and we're going to go. <laughs> this might be the best or the worst thing ever. My mom, but my sister and I... And her and my niece tickets to go see Frozen on Broadway. Oh, wait. On, on Broadway? In Seattle. Oh. In Seattle okay. at the Broadway Theater. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I would go see something live. I know. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be like a whole bunch of screaming little girls. Yeah. yeah. I probably should have given you my interpretation of what Frozen was, but. Well, tell me right what now. you think the rest of it no, is. No, it's I too late it now. No, no. Um, uh, we'll do that now, another time. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's cool. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really that. excited. All right. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Well, I think that we should watch Frozen. You still haven't seen Lost Boys, which is a pile of Stop crap. bringing that up. That's something that people aren't supposed to know. Greg has never seen Lost Boys. I know I know enough to know the references. Maybe that's what we should do this winter for a movie night. For a, a listener thing? Yeah, for a listener event, like after our listener You party. mean if the television were on and something accidentally played at the same time that, that we happened to be in the same place? That is exactly correct, only if it not accidentally planning happened. a public showing Never of a film that is would we copyright, protected copyright protected by the FBI? By the FBI. Where we just happen to be no. in the same place. No. Sure. Okay. I mean, if it happened to come on television. I mean, if it just so happened to time out perfectly. Right. Then maybe that would be something we could and do. And then maybe we could do some commentary or something. But regardless, maybe we could do that. We have stuff before that. Yes, we do. One week, Greg. One week from today. Can I tell you a little thing that I've been battling? Because there is going to be a spe- Did I tell you about my special guest? Did I say my special guest? What do you mean your special guest? We announced that Tim Riley was going to be on. Tim we'll announce another one today too. Yeah. Well, one of my friends is going to be there. What do you mean? I mean, 
I need to find one of my friends to come. Oh, my God. What are you talking about? No. No, we're not doing that segment. We're not doing that segment. I'm just like, I have to, I really do have to warm up to it. I think that I need to maybe start, like, maybe practice writing some stuff this weekend. Because I I have to tell you, I need I need some warming up. He's been That is the dirty, dark underside of Fun Employment Radio of the time that we've been doing this show. But it is weird because I have to get back into the mentality of it because, you know, we are one and the same. But, like, I have to kind of blank my mind out in order for, you know, You sound like a psychotic person me. right now. For his words to speak through me. Oh, my God. You sound insane. Through me, Greg. Gross. No. He died a long time ago, a horrible, awful death that he deserved. And well, call him next come Friday back. Easter because he's back. Do you want to say what this is or you're just going to leave this as you're sounding like you're absolutely insane? If, no, I, I just want it to leave like I'm absolutely insane. Plus, if people know, they know. Okay. Plus, All if right. they're going to be at the party and they don't know what I'm doing, they're going to think I'm insane anyway. So oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so weird. Because I was just thinking, because we have, I know uh, some of the people that are coming, and, you know, it goes from people who have listened for like a you know, couple years or just like, you know, who've also been sponsors or whatever. Like, I'm thinking about <laughs> like anyone who walks in who's maybe not a thousand percent familiar with the show. Yeah. And then seeing me with a talking shark toy. There are going to be people there who have, have oh, no idea I know. what that is. So I'm. This is why I'm bringing it up now because I'm having I've an inner battle. Like I can't not, I can't not do it because he's been in retirement for so long and he needs to come back. I've and got he uh, has lots of nice things to say about you and your new career. Uh, I've got quite a few coworkers from other jobs who are going to be there. I can't control what he's going to oh, say. Oh, I can't. I will. You know that I can't. You know that I can't. It just happens. He's sometimes mean. Uh, he's always mean. I mean, he doesn't like you very much. I mean, particularly <laughs> since you killed him and you've held him back and down for so long. <sighs> You're going to look insane. It's just another day. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I do have to, I need to start getting ready. I, well, first of all, I need to find him. He's hiding somewhere. I told you he's dead. He's not dead. He's just been sleeping. He was run over by a cement truck, Mm-mm. and then dipped in acid, and then thrown out to sea. <laughs> Never to return. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, the story actually kind of made sense to me, which is why sometimes when you think, like, hmm, maybe I'm a little off. But it does kind of make sense. So there's a man in Florida who got caught stealing beer. However, he said, no, he wasn't stealing it. He was, in fact, just replacing his warm beer with cold ones. That kind of makes sense to me. What if you had, like, a, an op- an open case of warm beer in the back of your truck? Yeah. <laughs> just go in. Bring it and swap it out? And swap it out. I don't think you can do that. I, you te- Technically, no, you cannot do that. Yeah. But I'm saying it kind of makes sense. Yeah. In a weird way. Uh, a man told deputies he was only exchanging his beer for a colder 12-pack after he was caught stealing at the Publix in Vero Beach, Florida. Now, this is Donnie Goss. Hey, I'm Donnie Goss. Donnie Goss. Uh, he's 49 years old. He was observed entering the store and placing a 12-pack of, bu- of black Budweiser, or excuse me, Budweiser beer into a black duffel bag. 
Agas was then seen um, walking around the store before exiting through the main, de- uh, main doors with the stolen beer. A loss prevention officer stopped Goss outside while contacting uh, law enforcement. Goss was uncooperative and insisted he had purchased the merchandise. So once the deputy arrived, Goss wanted to explain what happened. Uh, he said he had bought the beer a few days prior but no longer had the receipt. Uh, he then returned to Publix to exchange the beer for a new 12-pack because his original one was no longer cold. Well, yeah. The, so a 12-pack of beer uh, at Publix in Florida, in case you're um, interested, is valued at $13.37. The deputy gave uh, Goss a chance to pay for the beer, but he had no money on him. Uh, so he was then arrested and transported to jail where he was charged with retail theft. So it's very unclear whether or not he actually brought his own beer back or whether he was just stealing beer. It sounds like he was stealing beer. It sounds like he was stealing beer. Isn't that where Jameis Winston uh, stole crab legs? Is that the football guy? Yeah. Didn't he steal it from a Publix? Yeah. Everyone steals things from Publix. Okay. For some reason, that's... That's where they, that's what you do in Florida. That's what you do in Florida. You go to Publix. I was just thinking that. I'm like, if we ever go to Florida, I need to go to a Publix. You're going to steal something from a Publix? No, I don't want to steal something from a Publix, but I want to at least see one. Okay. I want to see Port St. Lucie. I want to see Trudy. Yeah. And I want to see a Publix. Right. And Disney World. Okay. Fun and Radio Center. does Florida. Well, Epcot Center is Disney World. It's at Where's Disney World. Where's the golf ball thing? That's Epcot Center. Yeah, so it's at Disney World. Yeah. Do they still have all those like around the world rides? I've I've never been to Disney World. Oh, so I don't know. I've they never have this been. Awesome, like Norwegian. I've really only been to Florida. They once, this awesome, like Norwegian adventure Orlando. one where you're just going through like old like Norwegian woods and like Vikings and. It was oh, really that's cool. cool. Yeah, my parents liked it because it was fun and educational. Yeah. That's my story. All right. No, it's good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I've only been to, I haven't been to Disneyland since I was like 18. I want to go to Disneyland. Or 17. I think it was, maybe I, I just turned 18. I'll work That's out That's what we should do. What? That should be our next trip. A fun employment radio trip to Disneyland? Disneyland. Really? Yeah. Fuck it. Is yeah. Is that something people would want to do? I, I haven't been to Disneyland since I was a kid and I yeah. really want to go back. I mean, I want to go to the Star Wars world. I want to go to, like, the Tower, or I think they got rid of the Tower of Terror, but the Haunted Mansion. I mean, we have friends that go multiple times a year. Yeah. I don't think that that's too far-fetched to say that we could, I mean, we went to Alaska. That's true. (laughs) Disneyland's a lot closer and easier to get to. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, let's get through next week first. I think this yeah. is also what we do is when we get super nervous and overwhelmed, like we start planning other things. Yes. <laughs> Vicky says, do you know how expensive Disneyland is? No, I do not. How expensive is Disneyland? Oh, it must be very expensive. I bet it is. Is she asking or is she like saying, like, do you know how expensive Disneyland is? Oh, I don't know. Is? I'm not or sure. do you know how expensive Disneyland is? Right. All, yeah, the context. Either it way, is context. It the emphasis on the syllable. Yes, that's true. Could have been different. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's like a hundred bucks or something. A day? Yeah. Oh. Right? Something like that, from what I'm understanding. Okay, anyway. All right. So All right. they have finally made the inductions into the 2019 Toy Hall of Fame. Matchbox cars, Magic the Gathering, and coloring books were selected for the induction coloring into the books. National Toy Hall of Fame in New York State. So this is the Strong Museum of Play in Rochester. Announced the miniature cars, collectible card game, and coloring tomes. Wow, they're really trying to use like different words 
to say the same thing over and over again. Are these year's inductees uh, chosen from a list of 12 finalists? Oh, there's so, so many other stronger like care, uh, That's things. the thing. So when it comes to these toy hall, so it's Matchbox Cars, Magic the Gathering, Matchbox Cars, box. Matchbox Cars. Yes, yes, Magic the Gathering. But that's a game. It's not a toy. This is where I get well, it's a museum frustrated of with this play. It's a museum of play. Okay. So things you play, but still, I think like what Magic the Gathering mean? is still like in progress. Like Matchbox Cars. No, Magic Matchbox the Gathering's been around a long time. Because it's been since like the '60s, hasn't it? I don't know how long, but it's been a, around a long time. I'm just saying it's not a toy. That's a game. I well, think there should be a difference between games and toys. Yes, this, you get very angry. All right, uh, so what was not included, so those were the three that Coloring won. books. The ones that they beat out were Care Bears, the Fisher-Price Corn Popper, Jenga, Masters of the Universe. You know, he man, she well, How would Masters of the Universe not beat out a coloring book yeah. in a toy hall of fame? My Little Ponies. Everyone knows what My Little Ponies are. Who who decided this stuff? Nerf Blaster, Risk, Smartphone, and a Spinning Top. Who made these decisions? Okay, let's see. I'm and how, again, what were- It's the was, Strong Museum of Play. And there were three of them that were admitted. Is that it? Yes. Ma- Matchbox Cars, Magic the Gathering, and Coloring Book. This is ridiculous. All right, let's see. About the National Toy Hall of Fame, the National Toy Hall of Fame at the Strong, established in 1998, recognizes toys that have inspired creative play and enjoyed popularity over a sustained period. Each year, the prestigious hall includes new honorees and showcases both new and historic versions of classic toys. Anyone can can nominate a toy. Final selections are made on the advice of historians, educators, and other individuals who exemplify learning, creativity, and discovery through their lives and careers. Well, they're wrong. Well, okay. They're all wrong. All right. Matchbox uh, so cars, cool. Matchbox cars debuted. Oh, oh, I do have some. No, okay. Match of the Gathering isn't that old. I have some facts. All it's right, at so, least like 20 years old. Well, at least 20 years old, but that isn't that old. Matchbox cars debuted in England in 1953, and then they were purchased by Mattel in 1997, <clears throat> bringing them under the same company as Hot Wheels. Um, so... Magic the Gathering was released by Wizards of the Coast in 1993. Okay. What was it that world... What was the card game that people would play in like the 70s and 80s? In the 70s and 80s? Yeah. World of Warcraft is a video game. What's another card game? Dungeons and Dragons. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. And then uh, the McLaughlin brothers... People still play Dungeons and Dragons, just so you know. I know they do. Yeah. No, I have friends who play Dungeons. Yeah. Yeah. Jen and Hannah at Defiance Realty have their Dungeons and Dragons game. They've tried to get me into it, which I wouldn't mind. I kind of want to try and play it sometime. I don't see you having the patience for it. And I'm not going to say that's just because it's Dungeons and Dragons. I I just don't know if you would have the patience for a game. That's an honest assessment. Probably not. And yeah. Probably not. Okay. Uh, so the McLaughlin Brothers, a uh, New York printing company, are credited for the creation of the coloring book, went, uh, which went from a children's toy and educational tool to an industry tool uh, to an industry aimed at adults in the 2000s. Blah, bitty, blah, blah, blah. All right. And this kind of goes along with what you were talking about yesterday about your um, whole like fetish about watching people eat or whatever. I don't have a fetish for watching people it eat. I was just more. You have a I rediscovered. For the fetish? Mukbang. Oh, just saying that word, it sounds so... Why do you think I didn't say it? It sounds so grody. I mean, it's not... It's not Grody? Is it grody to the max, dude? <laughs> grody to the max, bro. Wow. 
mukbang. Wait, D&D is not a... Oh, that's the dice game. I love David's uh, nerd correction to me. Thank you, David. You know how many people were furiously writing emails right now to you? I still have some... D&D is not a card game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the best. All right. All right. So speaking of your, uh, your food fetish, a woman has now quit her full-time job to pursue a career on the YouTubes and making a lot of money by eating McDonald's, Chinese takeout, and Pizza Hut. This is an English woman by the name of Charna Rowley from London. Charna Rowley. Charna Rowley from London. What was that? I don't know. It sounded kind of Irish. Like it Irish. wasn't. Charna, Charna Rowley from London. No, you sound like the Swedish chef. Burgy, burgy, burgy. <laughs> Put the fishy in the pot. <laughs> Tona Rowley from London films herself consuming around. Okay, I think they put the. How do Swedish people place. feel about the Swedish chef? You think they're offended? I don't know. I'm curious. I, I wonder about that. Do they get like, hey, knock it off? That's not how we sound. Hey, or are they you. like, hey, you hurt my whatever. feelings. I put the fishy in the pot. I put the fishy <laughs> in the pot. <laughs> is that is that offensive? Oh my god, I didn't I was reading the story. It actually has the word mukbang in it. Oh, gross. Remember I didn't I'm even psychic. do that on purpose. Alright, so she films herself. So, okay. Now, is 55,000 calories plausible? Or would it be 5,500? I mean, it's plausible. That's it's disgusting. A, okay, because I think they put the comma or in the wrong place or an extra zero because it's 5, 5,000. So it's probably 5,500 calories. What did she eat? Well, it says she films herself consuming around a lot of calories sitting and up to 40,000 people tune in to watch her scoff down her food. Ew. Ah. This unique type of video is known as Greg Nibbler's favorite fetish, mukbang. No, it's And not. is a trend that originated in South Korea, where people talk to their audience while binging on food. So, Can I so how much did she with? eat? Like, say it again. Like, in this particular... Was there one instance? Charna Rowley from London films herself consuming around five... It's five comma five thousand. So I don't know if it's 5,500 or 55,000. Okay, well, we can get past that. Wait, what are you the talking about? Specifically, what was the food? Well, she eats different kinds of foods, Greg. Okay. Jesus, we listen. I know she's stuck with like one thing or... No, she eats McDonald's. She eats Chinese takeout. She eats burgers. She eats pizza. Okay. She eats a little bit of everything. All right. Now, in order to spend more time making these videos, Chana Rowley has decided to quit her job as an admin worker. The 22-year-old now works part-time at a warehouse in order to support herself while on her YouTube journey. Calling it a journey is a strange way to it's say it. It's her journey. Just really support her it's journey. It's truth. It's her truth. Let her support her journey. Um, she has no plans to stop eating on camera and her ultimate aim. Okay, so this answered the question. And her ultimate aim is to work her way up to eating 10,000 calories in one sitting. Reach of those stars, ladybug. That's a lot. Yeah. So five times the recommended daily intake of calories she's going to eat in one sitting. That's a lot. But I feel like that's attainable, though. 
It's super attainable. I mean, if you get some really... Fatty stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of deep fried stuff. I mean, I think you could get that. I mean, ice cream. Yeah. Like ice cream. Ice cream and then like deep fried... Like deep fried ice cream balls? I don't know. Sure. Yeah, with chocolate sauce or something. Fried chicken? Yeah. Do you want to compete for it? I don't think I want to do that. But I mean, you could be a champion. I mean, I I could do it. I'm just not going to. Kind of feel like that all the time. Did you want to reveal something that's going to happen live at the? Oh, shut <laughs> up! That is not happening. Ew, Greg, don't force your fetish on me. <laughs> I'm not forcing my fetish on <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, right. It's just like casually coming up and conversation over and over. <laughs> Let's see how much you could. Let's try another one. No, years ago, uh, for anyone who didn't know this, we did an eating contest on the Rick Emerson show. It was, what was it? Was it beans? I wasn't there for that. I can't I remember know. what it was. But there was a lot Be- of- A beans eating contest I think it was gross. like beans or something. That's really- It was for the, it was a white trash party. That just makes me nauseous. No, it was the- Even thinking about it, because thinking about the people throwing up as soon as they scarf through a gallon yeah, of there was beans. Yeah, the, there was vomiting. SpaghettiOs. Was like- SpaghettiOs, yes. Vicky just said. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ew. Oh, it was so gnarly. It was. That's really gross. Whew, not good. So anyway, no, we're not doing any eating contests. Vicky said her brother-in-law took second place, though. So. <laughs> That's so awesome. Uh, she says, uh, I enjoy eating God, Cameron. It gives me confidence now that I can monetize my channel and really respond to people's what requests. What kind of confidence? It I mean, becomes, good for them. I'm, I'm it can become a full-time career move. Not everybody has confidence, however you get it, but I'm just curious on how that I'm trying to see how many pounds is six. British stone weight is so confusing. All right, so she's 16 stone, which I just calculated, which is 224 pounds. All right. Um, goes to the gym four times a week in order to balance out the unhealthy foods she eats. Um, even her mother gives Going the to the gym seat. four times a week, I don't think it's going to balance out scarfing down 10,000 10, calories, calories per sitting. sitting. Like, that's, you know how, <coughs> excuse me, how much you're going to have to run to run off? 8,000 extra calories per day. Uh, she initially saw it as a, so he said, she said her mom uh, supports her, gives her a seal of approval. Uh, uh, Sharna says she initially saw it as a hobby, but once she saw my passion and the following I was getting, she changed her mind. Now th- she thinks I should go for it while I'm young and I have the opportunity. Yeah, fuck up your body for the rest of your life. Just line those arterial See, walls. See, that's just, like, go for it while you're young. I mean, go run a marathon or... Go rock climbing. Well, if you would like to support. Not sit there and eat as much as you possibly can. Like, how is that? It's if a young you person's like game. If you would like to support Charna on her journey, you can check out her video at Charnation, where she uh, not only eats alone, sometimes she eats alongside with her partner. She makes two half-hour videos each week and so far spent about $1,000 on funding the footage. Her biggest hit video is of her in case you like are like, oh, man, which one do I start with? Her most popular one is uh, her eating Chinese takeout, complete with uh, chicken balls, special fried rice, special chow mein, prawn crackers, vegetable spring rolls, and curry sauce. The video has been viewed over 50,000 times. Because that is the time we live in. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Mukbang. Ew.
don't isn't know that why weird? It sounds so porny when you say it's it. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's very uncomfortable. It's I awkward. You, I wish you'd stop saying it. Mukbang ASMR. Do you think there's a, like a team up of that? I bet there is. The internet's a real weird place. Yeah, it's yeah, scary. I dip in a little bit and then I and then I have to get out before I get sucked in. No, you you can't do that. All right, I do have a little bit of ball talk really quick. Oh, you do. We have something that I haven't done in quite a while that I know that. Las Vegas would be interested in. Las Vegas in general? In general. Okay. And it's this. It's been a while since I've made some predictions on college football. And that's what I'm going to do right now. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. Now, I I know normally I've been doing this during the season for uh, college football, and I know everybody's Enjoys it because they get to make money off of it. They place bets based on what I say. And we've just been a little bit busy, and so I kind of let this slip a little bit. So I'm going to get back into it right now. Slide. All right, Greg. Back in the saddle. So, first up, let's do it. I've spent hours upon hours researching all of these games that are going to be happening this weekend and try to determine the odds of what's happening, make my, my placements on the wind and the type of field that they're playing on and the players. I go deep. I find out things about the players' histories. Like, I know a lot. So first up, we've got this. At number 18. The University of Iowa Hawkeyes versus the University of Wisconsin Badgers. So here's what's going on. You got the Hawkeyes. Let's forget what an idiot you are. Ah, Hawkeyes. Ah, so they're up there, ah. like, flying around. Wait, do I get to pick one? You're going to get to pick one. You're not, you're not picking this one, though. I'm telling you who's going to win between Iowa I'm, and Wisconsin. I'm do you remember that you used to walk around with a Hawkeyes shirt on, and you just had no idea what you were doing? I actually just refound it, because <laughs> I thought that we could recreate that first picture of us for the listener party. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, just that I actually just found it. It's so funny, and I, I set it aside, because I'm like... But so yes, I do remember what you're talking about. Yes, and I still don't know what it's football, right? Well, it's a school. It's the University of Iowa. Yes, and the Hawkeyes are the mascot. By the way, I believe we have some people coming from Iowa for the listener party next week. What? Yep. Oh my god! I'm I know so it's so excited. cool. Oh shit! Reminder to everybody too: if you're coming in from out of town, shoot us an email. Uh, all right. So anyway, we've got the Iowa Hawkeyes versus the Wisconsin Badgers, who are running around there. And here's what's going to happen: this game is taking place in Madison, Wisconsin. And here's the problem: here's what's going to be going on, Sarah. You want to know what's going to happen? What, Greg? Those Hawkeyes are going to be carrying off some Badgers back to Iowa. Iowa will win, beating the Badgers, number 18, knocking down number 13. That's it. You can lock that in. Go place your bets now. Next one. We're going to do three. We have. Which one? Number 16. The Kansas State Wildcats. Do it. Versus the Texas Longhorns. So here's what's going on with the Kansas State Wildcats going down there to Texas, going down to Austin, running the whole way, squirrely, taking on those Texas Longhorns. There's some big old horns on those things. And here's what's going to happen. Sarah, you want to know what's going to happen? Oh, Greg, I've never been so 
There's going to be a stampede. Them Longhorns are going to squash them some Wildcats. Uh, Texas will win that game. So there we go. There's two of them so far. Give me one more. Let's go with number two, LSU, versus number three, Alabama. That's a big game. That's a big, big game right there. So you have the good thing I picked it. They're both 8-0. Both undefeated teams. You have the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide, Roll Tide. Don't do that. Versus the Louisiana State University Tigers. Your noises are getting worse. Tigers. I believe they actually have a tiger on campus, or they used to. That's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. Uh, so you have Louisiana State going down to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Home of Forrest Gump. Alabama. The Crimson Tide. <laughs> Keelan just says, who the fuck does synchronized mooing? <laughs> <laughs> We're your special friends, Keelan. <laughs> Keelan King, also going to be at the listener party yes, one week be. from today, Friday, November 15th. Get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. All right. Those LSU screaming tigers rolling in there to that Alabama Tuscaloosa. <laughs> Home, I don't know what kind of noise a tide makes. I guess like whoosh. Whoosh. Wow. Wow. Here's the problem. Okay, that's enough. The cats can't swim. Alabama is going to roll over them tigers, washing them out to sea. Alabama will win over Louisiana State. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Stop gushing. That's not good. I don't like that. It's an angry tiger. That's what that was. Okay. All right. Well, there you have it. Well, this was fun. <laughs> oh, lordy. All right. I think it's, we've done enough damage for today. <laughs> for quite a while. Uh, but uh, don't forget to get your tickets next week. Fun Employment Radio. Lister Party. We said we'd announce somebody else. So we have Tim Riley that we mentioned is going to be a special guest of our show. Well, guess what? He's going to be joined also by Mr. Rick Emerson. Yes. The Rick Emerson Show back together. The Rick Emerson Show will be back together as part of Fun Employment Radio's performance happening on the stage stage. next Friday. On the stage, all together. It is going to be awesome. And you can finally hear for yourself the burning question, the answer to it. What has Rick been up to? Yeah. We'll, we'll ask him on stage. We'll ask him right in front of you. You will get to see it. <laughs> so you'll get your answer. And uh, and we'll have Tim Riley there with us. I mean, it is really going to be awesome. So we're really looking forward to it. And I uh, can't wait to see all of you there. Uh, I do have something else to say, too. I forgot about this that's going on tonight for something to do. Tonight. Tell me. There's a special performance of the complete works of William Shakespeare. Awesome. It's happening in Milwaukee at the Chapel Theater. Um, one of our one of our fine friends, Royal, is going to be part of that, and he had wanted to come on the show at the we Chapel just... Theater. I think that's where Pants and James got married. Maybe it is. Yeah, I think so. It might be. That's, that's a, a beautiful well, that's a great space. venue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really good space. Uh, so that is going to be going on uh, tonight. There's a show tonight at seven thirty 
and two o'clock and seven thirty on Saturday and two o'clock on Sunday. So it's just one weekend. It's um, Jamie Kirk, uh, Royal, and then uh, Greg Barrett. I'm not sure who Greg Barrett is. Oh, guests on regularly on Geek in the City. Sorry, Very Greg, cool. we just hadn't met you. Um, yeah, so it's oh, awesome. that's neat. And tonight it's pay what you want. Yeah, that's really cool. That's so that, when people do sliding scales like that, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So very, very cool. So definitely Yay. go check that out. Oh my gosh, you guys! One week, one week, and I want to thank all of you for getting your tickets. Yes, pick up your tickets, Greg. This is what Greg and I are going to do all afternoon. We're getting everything ironed out, and <laughs> woo! It's going to be a good one. One week from today, week but we'll be today. back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye. Happy weekend. Bye. Bye.